Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. It's now that time. We're joined now by a legend in the game. Our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. Brian, thank you for joining the show, my man. What's up, Quentin? Ryan, glad you were able to join the show. Hey, I'm just going to tell you this, Quentin. I mean, all the Yankees are are one swing in the back from Father Judge to take the lead in this game. So, like, I, I mean, <laughs> enjoy it while you can. But, you know, they're going to, you know, Team SWAT is going to take one over the fences, I think. Yeah. Baldy, I'm, I'm all with you, man. I, I'm a huge Yankees guy, not really. But. I am now, too, that they got Anthony Rizzo, Baldy. They win some money for me okay. as well. As a Cubs fan, you know that that's 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 the only thing that uh that that I miss is is Anthony Rizzo. But anyway, let's move on to some football. I know yeah. you were out in Jacksonville. You got to see Jags camp, so you got to sit down with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I want to start with Urban Meyer, though. Um, yeah. What do you expect to see from Urban Meyer year one as an NFL head coach? I got to tell you, I mean, I was impressed. I had never met real well. I, I'd met Urban Meyer before, but I never really talked football with him until Saturday. And I got to tell you, man, he's impressive. Uh, it was impressive from, you know, he's a head coach that can see everything, coach the coaches, the players. But, man, his detail, his attention to detail, working with wide receivers, working with the punt block team, working with the offensive line. I mean, there's not a position where he doesn't have his fingerprints on it. And so, you know, when he was in Columbus or Gainesville or, you know, he was at Bowling Green, wherever, I mean, by the time you got to the fourth day, I mean, they were banging. And he's still in this ratchet, you know, this ratchet up period of five days and he's driving him nuts. He's like, Baldy, I'm going to tell you what, what I got, what, we, what I see, Walker Little, what I, what I think he can be. But, I mean, we got to hit somebody before I can really tell you anything. And that's kind of where he's at with this. But, I, you know, he's got a vision. He's redoing the whole practice field. He's going to turn it into, you know, maybe the greatest venue um, outside of Dallas and what they have in Frisco. Um, he's, he's just a fun, impressive guy to be around if you love football. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited to see Trevor Lawrence on the field, obviously. You know, a lot of people were criticizing the Travis Etienne pick, but I just, man, I loved him at Clemson so much. And I know they bring back James Robinson, who had the most yards from scrimmage ever from an undrafted rookie running back. What do you think that offense is going to look like? Because if you go back to Ohio State, even at Florida, they like to run the football. How do you see them using all these backs there? Yeah, well, I mean, Carlos Hyde is there, too. Yeah. And he looked pretty good, to be honest with you. I mean, they're in shorts and all that stuff. But, um, look, J.K. Dobbins went you know, went to Ohio State. You know, Urban recruited him, and he started day one. I, I think he'd like to have a bell cow. But, you know, he understands the NFL and the rigors of it. I think he'd like to run the ball 450 times, 500 times, if he could. Yeah. Now, they might be behind and have to throw it a lot more than he wants to early. But because the defense is is in a building stage, but I think the offense has a pretty good chance of being, you know, decent. I, I think the offensive line, I think he was wants to upgrade the interior of the offensive line, but I think he feels pretty good about the tackles, and he loves his Walker Little out of Stanford. They drafted in the second round, so I think he'll get his best five guys up there, and I think they'll be pretty good up front. Now they should be able to run the ball pretty well. Ball, do you, I, I heard a uh, little birdie told me you went to the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers camp. Is that correct? 
Yes, it is. Could you could you yes, it is, could Ryan. you could you just Pretty give clean. me a little bit of a background as to what's going on in Tampa? Are they are they looking as legit as we all think to repeat? And also, did you happen to get your eyes on the Tom Brady uh temper tantrum they're calling it when he was pissed off there in camp at a at almost getting hit? Oh yeah, I saw all of it. Nice. You know, he threw the football onto another field once and the last throw that he made uh was an incomplete. It was a third down, it was a team drill at the end of practice. Now, I, I got to tell you, Quinn, I mean, I know what hot weather was like. It was a minimum of 95. I don't know what the humidity was, probably about the same. It was a rough day out there, and they were on the field two and a half to 245. Uh, I saw Brady, you know, just slam his helmet in the ground. That's the last play that he had uh, in the final period. But I also saw his work ethic and his work habits. I mean, he literally talks to every single player on the team. He, he, he talked to every single receiver. You know, they got this little kid Darden out of North Texas State. I don't know what he was, third or fourth round pick. I mean, he's worked with them on the routes, uh, breaks, uh, what he wanted. I, I mean, every single play, he talks to these guys. He's in Mike Evans' ear all game long. He's in, you know, uh, you know all of the, all the players, all the coaches. I mean, he's, he's just a marvel to look at. But are they – in a position to repeat, yeah. I mean, look, complacency is their biggest enemy. Um, because, like, Joe Tryon, I mean, that guy's going to be a player. I yeah. mean, his movement, his first-round pick out of Washington, I mean, his movement and uh, size, uh, you know, he's an impressive-looking prospect right now. Baldy, one of the teams I was buying into in the preseason, bought into him last year with uh, Phillip Rivers as their starting quarterback, but is the Indianapolis Colts. I just love yeah. them on both sides of the ball. They get the news. Carson Wentz is going to have surgery. He actually had surgery on that injured left foot, so he's going to be out there saying five to 12 weeks. They're still holding out hope he's there for week one. What do you think the Colts need to do if he's not available? Do they need to go out and try to get them a Nick Foles or make a deal for somebody? I think so. I mean, I don't know that you can go in there with, Sam Ellinger or, you know, Jacob Beeson right now or, you know, anybody else that they brought in. I mean, I think you got to get a veteran. The team is too good, like you said. The team is too good. Nick Foles is sitting right there. Like, I don't know how long they got to wait and what, you know, what they might have to give up, but I wouldn't wait. And I wouldn't bank on, I mean, I mean, look, everybody's hoping Carson could be back for week one, but I, I've had that fracture on the fifth metatar, so I think that's what it is to him. Um, there's no guarantees when that thing is going to be ready. Uh, it doesn't heal on its own. Not when you're a pro athlete, it doesn't. It might if you know you, you, you know you like to drink beers on Saturday nights and yep. play beer pong. It might heal, but it's not healing <laughs> on a pro athlete without the surgery. You know, so I would say, the t- you know, they, they, I just wouldn't wait. I'd go get a guy. You know, and <laughs> you know it would be a. Strange bedfellows, right? If Nick Foles comes back, there, it would, yeah. It'll just, it'll be too eerie. But I mean, I don't think you can go with these young guys, and that's not a knock. I mean, Jacob Eason, right. his last throw that he's made in the game was December thirty, December twenty first, two thousand nineteen. Right. I went back and watched it today. Well, Baldy, do you think they could call the Washington Football Team get one of those three quarterbacks? All the guys you got. It's kind of like a, a hodgepodge. Is that a word? Hodgepodge of different uh, different options. You you got a, a veteran in Ryan Fitzpatrick. You got Kyle Allen. Got Heineke. I think they pretty much want to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick um, as the starting quarterback. But there are some options that they could reach out to their um, their brothers here in the nation's capital. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, look. I think 
teams are going to get phone calls from, from the Colts. I mean, I, I do. And, you know, maybe Washington's one of those teams. I'm going to see the Washington football team this Thursday. I'm excited to go watch them. Oh, buddy, we got to uh, get together me that Taylor, They tell me Taylor Heineke is competing, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, now, I expect Fitzpatrick to win it, but I, I saw Taylor Heineke play at Old Dominion, guys. Like, he was impressive at Old Dominion. Cam Newton told me when he was back in Cam Newton up that Cam told me he was impressive. So I'm just not writing Taylor Heineke off. Um, you know, just because of his name, people don't know him, his size, whatever. Yeah. I think he knows how to play the position. So, you know, maybe Kyle Allen is, is, is available. I, I don't know. It seems like, you know, Ron Rivera likes him. He had him at Carolina. He won some games for him there. So I don't know that they want to part ways with any of those guys right now. Talking with Brian Baldinger. You can find him on Twitter, Baldy NFL, our Odyssey NFL insider. Baldy, I'm excited for Thursday, even though it's the preseason, even though we probably won't see anybody in the Hall of Fame game. Dallas taking on Pittsburgh. I want to get your thoughts on the Steelers heading into the season. They got off to that great start last year. Then the second half, they kind of faded away after week 12. Uh, they're telling me big Ben Roethlisberger is in the best shape of his life. He kind of looks exactly the same to me. What are your thoughts on the Steelers heading into this season, especially in a tough division? Well, I hope he's in the best shape of his life. I mean, he can't move. Yeah. He can't move at all anymore. You go back and you watch him in 2005 and 2006, he looks like a different guy. Uh, the offense line is, is completely rebuilt. They're going to be as good as that offensive line. They got five new starters in five different positions. It's a big, you know, it's a new offensive coordinator, uh, new running backs. I mean, there's a lot of changes there. Um, we haven't seen that in Pittsburgh in a long time. And so, they have typically drafted pretty well in the offensive line. So we got to kind of wait and see. I don't want to like, I want to jump the shark here and tell them that, you know, they're not, they're not going to be any good. I don't know. I got to see them play. You know, uh, it's a bunch of new faces there. They drafted two guys that they're real high on. Let's see those guys compete. Uh, I've seen teams start rookies up on the offense line. It was the right decision and they benefited. So let's see what that line looks like before we really evaluate. But look, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. I mean, just think about that. I mean, never a losing season. So, uh, you know, does that mean they can win nine games this year if if he stays on track? Um, And what does nine wins do in the AFC? Is that good enough for a playoff spot? So uh, they had three teams from the playoffs, you know, in that division last year. It's possible, again, that they could do it again this year. Baldy, what do you make of these? Uh, it's impossible to talk about the NFL without talking about this COVID um, situation that's going on. What do you make of the rules that are surrounding it, and also just the frustrations that coaches and players have shared regarding just you know guys not being available? Well, I talked to one coach about it the other day, and he literally is treating COVID players like they're just injured players. Like he's not even like dealing. It's it's training camp. They got ninety guys out there. Let's like work with the guys right now, the techniques and schemes, and everything we're trying to do. Uh, it's frustrating because I don't really know all the protocols, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know what I'm going through to be a tier two guy at all these different camps I'm going to. I went to four last week. I'm going to four this week. Uh, I, you know, I, I know what I have to do. But, you know, the idea that people can be fully vaccinated and still come down with this virus, it's got to be frustrating, yeah. you know, to the league to the players, to the CDC, to everybody. This is not supposed to happen. So I'm not sure what other precautions we can make. We played a full season last year without any vaccinations. So I know it's possible to get through this. Um, But 
it's it's not a good sign right now when we're seeing, you know, the tight ends go down, you know, where they've gone down. You know, just what's happened today, it seems like every day it's something new. No, I completely agree. Baldy, thanks so much, man. Can't wait to have you back on. Enjoy, uh, enjoy everything you got going on this week. Enjoy the game on Thursday, man. I can't wait. I, I can't, I can't wait, either. Guys. I might not sleep, I'm, Baldy. I'm going to be in Philly, New Orleans, Washington, and Baltimore in the next four days. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, I just, I'm dying to go into heaven right now. Baldy, I might put pads on with my seven-year-old and do some Oklahoma drills. I'm so fired up, man. Like, they you ever see the movie man. The Program? I'm just going to put my head through a window. Those, those seven-year-olds stay low, man. Get lower. I will. I will. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to wrap up, man. I'm taking the sun. Right. I'm taking the sun every Thanks, time. Thanks, Baldy. Appreciate Sounds it, good, man. Brian, Brian Baldinger. Right, Check him out. Odyssey you, NFL Insider, NFL Network, Fox Sports, Compass Media. The guy's all over the place. I love his Baldy's breakdowns. Uh, check out all this stuff on social media. Saw him previewing the Rams. He was able to go to Tampa Bay's camp. He was able to check out the Jags. That, you know, as crazy as it sounds, man, that'd be like the one camp that I'd want to go to is the Jags. I want to see, yeah, I want to see Urban Meyer work. I've heard that, that he like takes over every position. Um, And you want to see Tim Tebow. I do, actually. I do. I want to see who's bigger in person, me or him. I think I got him.